Moncrief on News Talk. Now then, this is a fascinating story. The loggerhead turtle is an ancient species that predates the dinosaurs, would you believe, having existed for over 110 million years. But they're very well-travelled creatures and can be found all over the world, anywhere where there's warm water. However, sometimes these turtles can get knocked off course and end up here in Ireland. And that's what happened to Toby the turtle who washed up in Mayo earlier this year. Kevin Flannery, marine biologist, and his team at Dingle Ocean World Aquarium took him in and have an exciting update for Toby's next trip. They join us now. Uh, Kevin, how are you today? I'm good, Tom. Very good indeed. And we're delighted to have a good news story at last with Toby. Tell me a little uh, bit about him. He sounds like a fascinating little guy. He is absolutely, I'm I'm flabbergasted that actually survived and actually the previous one and the one we have currently came in in Mayo but this one came in in Maharese and it was found by Etna Griffin out walking, would you believe, in August uh, on the beach in Maharese and it's tiny, it was only 300 gram weight which is absolutely only a few ounces as such and how it survived and how it got across the Atlantic because basically they're hatched out in the Gulf of Mexico and Miami and they go out into this sargassum weed that's problematic off of the Miami coast and off of Florida. And they spend their young years there devouring little creatures and little bits of fish or anything that could come across, mostly jellyfish. And then sometimes when they hear of these great tornadoes and storms and hurricanes off of the east coast of the states, they get carried too far north and they go into what they call cold shock because reptiles need warm. They need the sunlight. They need the warm seas to keep them going. And if they don't have that, they will go virtually comatose. And this happens to quite a lot of them up along the east coast of the states. And sometimes they get carried across the Atlantic and finish up off of the coast of Kerry, Mayo, Scotland and Cornwall. And we've got to resurgitate very quick. How do you you kind of nurse them back to health? You wouldn't believe it. I've been doing it for the best part of 50 years. Before we had the aquarium built here in Dingle, I used to keep them in the bath. And then you get the temperature back up. And would you believe after coming out of the Atlantic, we've got to get a saline solution into them because they're dehydrated, because they actually bodily functions aren't working because they're just virtually comatose. So we've got to rehydrate them like you would do with a, a human being or any other animal that's uh, suffering like that, dehydration, and slowly increase the temperature. We increase the saline solution and we increase it. We've learned a lot down through the years from doing this ourselves, we've virtually become experts on it. And thankfully, we're getting them back to life, even with this small size. This right. is, these two that I have, we got another one, would you believe, last Thursday. Even Toby's on his way back home down to the Azores at the moment. It's up at Dublin Airport and now, Happy Airlines. You have to tell me about this, because normally it would be the Irish Navy, wouldn't it? It might bring them. But the, Toby is travelling in style, isn't he? Yep, and I'm very grateful to Tapper Airways for taking him down in style for because usually he would have to go into cargo and in cargo the cold decompression and all that type yeah. of stuff would be serious for it. But the pilot has agreed to take it on board because it's so small. It yeah. has doubled its weight size since we've had it. But because it's so small, he's willing to take it in the cockpit and to fly it down onto Lisbon where it'll be met in Lisbon by people. And then hopefully onto the Azores and released into the wild where the temperature is ideal. For My God, I don't know if he has family and friends, but he'll have, he'll have quite the, the trip to tell them about. 
if he hooks up with them. Oh, it will indeed. But usually this is where they spend their teenage years around the Canaries and around the Azores. They drift across from the Caribbean and they spend their teenage years there, which a lot of people would like to do. But I am very grateful to the, the, the team we have under Marie Foley in the aquarium in England Oceanworld because they work very hard and stay long hours trying to resuscitate and make sure that these turtles come back. And as I say, Tom, we got another one last Thursday yeah. from... Uh, a guy called Shea Farley was out walking in Lewisburg, and the very same, this one is 400 grams. Right. And they've called it Maya. Right. We allow them to put their own name on it. Okay. And we have got it at it, its first bit of food yesterday. So, uh-huh. thankfully, it's beginning to move and beginning to come back to life. So, we might get a plane trip at some point in the future we as well. <laughs> Maybe this time we might get Aer Lingus or, or, or Ryanair. <laughs> To do, fly him on. They, they sound like they're tiny at this point in their lives. 300 grams, the other one now 700. What, what, what do they grow to? Oh, I mean, they grow over 200 kilos. Do the, they we really? have Molly. Oh, yeah, we have Molly in the aquarium because her two from flippers were bitten off or chopped off by either a propeller or a shark or something. We don't know, but she wouldn't have been made. Um, and she has close on 200 kilos at this stage. So they grow quite large. I mean, they're 23 or 24 years before they drift back with the Canarian current onto the Caribbean current and back before the female goes ashore to lay her eggs again. Right. And they live quite old. So these tiny ones, I'm just flabbergasted if they have made it across the Atlantic and get washed up here. They could be only less than two years old, if they're even that. Right, my God. And they've survived so much to get here, apart from the cold temperatures, like I presume predators yeah. and the ever-present plastic oh, yeah. in the in the Atlantic these days. Plastic is, it, plastic is the death knell for an awful lot of these turtles. I mean, we're getting up to 40, 50 pieces of plastic in the stomach ingested it because they can't differentiate between tiny uh, pieces of, of jellyfish or jellyfish as such, and they just grab yeah. the plastic and it, it chokes up their stomach and oh. we're finding quite a lot that even the dead ones you'll find that they do have have consumed plastic so it is a big problem in the environment and we're grateful to not lot the coastal beaches communities that are now gathering up the plastic and gathering up these bits right. of but it's still a big issue no, out it's the horrible ocean. I have to ask you do, do you get kind of close and will, will you miss Toby now when he goes back to the ocean Ah, you do once they've, well, it's, well, especially the staff and the background staff like Marie and them because they have actually stayed 24-7 with them and hand-feeding them and trying to get them hand-fed and trying to get the air out because they're not able to swim down. They've been floating on top of the water like a piece of dead log. So to go through all that with them. Yeah. But the main thing is to get them rehabilitated and get them back to their own environment again. Absolutely. And that's what we're about. I, they'll either tell their friends they th- they had a strange dream, or or they'll they'll t- <laughs> they had the most amazing holiday. <laughs> well, they've been to two great counties, Mayo and Kerry. So they, they might learn a bit about football as well. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, lovely talking to you today, Kevin, and, and uh, look like forward to seeing how baby Maya gets on as well. Kevin Flannery, there, marine biologist at Dingle Ocean World Aquarium. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.